at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. So over the past couple of days, we've been speaking about the ESCOM Expo for Young Scientists, celebrating people and young people who are doing amazing things in STEMI um, and some of the wonderful works that they've put together and how proud they've made us. And uh, Andrew Etzinger is a general manager and risk and sustainability at ESCOM, joining us on the line to talk more about this wonderful Expo. Expo. Um, Andrew, thank you so much for making the time. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pamela. I mean, so we saw we saw last year the celebration of forty years um, with this expo, and I know it. Yes, uh, last year was quite a different year for you guys. But w- what did it mean? Forty years in in this wonderful expo, and what what it has given us. It's absolutely incredible that the expo has uh, been running for forty years, mm-hmm. and not only that, that it's grown from year to year. It's mm-hmm. absolutely exceptional. Our involvement from Eskom side started uh, about 20 years ago, So, uh, if it, but even that uh, has been a very, very long time, and it really has been phenomenal. From Eskom's point of view, obviously, we are uh, very, very keen on science, on technology, on mathematics, engineering, and innovation. This is what our business is built on. And to get the pipeline of, of uh, excellent youth coming through mm-hmm. to not only work at Eskom, but throughout the electricity supply industry in yeah. South Africa, is absolutely essential. So it's been for us um, very, very important to have this program to encourage uh, the youth um, and the learners of today to, to choose that as a career path if uh, if, if they wish to. Uh, and it's, it's, it's amazing, actually, mm-hmm. how, uh, you know, whether we talk to government or to our regulator or even to the independent power producers, mm-hmm. so many of the employees in those organizations have come through Eskom at some point really? and have come through our... <laughs> Uh, either through this competition or through our bursary programs, etc. So, you know, it's, it's an area in which we actively yeah. invest and uh, will continue to do so. so. So the process is such that, I mean, you've got about 600 participants that you select from about 2,000 schools. Talk yep. to us a little bit about that process. Well, what's very important for us is that this program must be in- inclusive and we mm. must specifically uh, focus on uh, the, the youth and learners which wouldn't ordinarily get opportunities like this. So mm-hmm. particularly in uh, poorer communities, in the rural areas, we have an army, literally an army of, of, uh, of mentors, mm-hmm. of, of judges ultimately that go out throughout the year. This isn't a once-off event. Go out and uh, visit uh, each of the provinces and go into the rural areas in particular, assisting students to, to develop their projects, to look at, the, uh, to develop uh, problem-solving Solving techniques, and ultimately, we get um, local competitions. There's 35 local competitions across the country, and then, as you say, the 600 or the 500 best projects, and that uh, translates to about 600 learners because mm-hmm. some projects are, are developed by more than one learner okay. come through. And then, of course, there's a, a huge celebration at the at the end of the year mm-hmm. uh, when when uh, we get. Uh, 600 youth in, in one, uh, one, room. one venue, I can tell you, it's very noisy, <laughs> but very energetic, it's, it's awesome, and uh, you know, that, that's uh, the excitement, so we bring them all to, to our venue, it's normally in Boxburg, held every year, where mm-hmm. we have ultimately the International Science Fair, good prizes on offer, but just amazing that in the, in the exhibition mm-hmm. halls that the students put out their projects and to walk down the roads. I've never made it to the end. You start out by, by road two, you know, you're taking up a whole <laughs> afternoon just talking to the students. It really is it really is amazing. And I encourage uh, all, all the listeners where possible to come to visit. Of course, with lockdown, it's yes. very difficult at the moment. But uh, but still, you know, we, we got together a year ago. We said, well, what now? You know, we've yeah. got lockdown, but yeah. uh, through um, the online platforms, yes. we were able to do that. And even once again, 
again, the, the mentors, uh, you know, kudos to them. They yeah. did phenomenally well in still getting to the students and making it possible. And, and, and I can imagine, I mean, lockdown yesterday, uh, last year meant that, you know, you couldn't have the big hall with 600 students, but, but it went ahead nonetheless. And some fantastic prizes. Talk to me about those prizes. Well, uh, fortunately, we, at Eskom, uh submits uh, a lot of uh, uh, funding every year or makes available a lot of funding for the competition and, and in the order of, of about 15 million rand to make it possible. But we also have other partners as well. And, and really, thanks to them, we, we partner with the government, uh, the Department of Science Innovation and, and uh, Basic Education, for example. So all of these par- parties put together bursary programs, they put together uh, financial prizes, cash prizes, laptops, all of them are up to, are up to grabs. But what we also find is that the winners are then invited to international competitions. And so it's not only stopping at our local competition, but uh, they, they, uh, often the learners are very proud internationally. And, and that's phenomenal. So, we, you know, we are recognized not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, not only within, it, within, these, uh, within our country, but uh, internationally as, as, a, as a country which uh, progresses um, and very proactively yeah. the, the STEMI areas as you indicated. You, you know, you spoke about um, how many of the, the colleagues in the industry actually at some point went through this uh, this particular expo and yep. our alumni and so on. Just the benefit of being a part of the ex- expo. Just talk to me about that. What are they, what are the, what's the feedback that you get from these learners? Oh, it's a life-changing experience for them. There's no doubt about that. And just the camaraderie, just imagine a sea of faces, if you stayed in front, a sea of young faces and all of them so excited. Every student sitting next to, or, or learner, uh, sitting next to uh, learners from elsewhere in the country that they'd never, they would never have otherwise mm. met. So these relationships, and of course, with social media being what it is, of course, these, that, that, and the parties, you know, it's very important for the teachers to, to uh, call bedtime at some point because mm. they just have the biggest uh, uh, amount of, of fun. But again, learning to collaborate and learning to, uh, they are really open to, you know, the, the wonder and, and, uh, um, you know the, the possibilities of uh, not just in a particular area, but that there's a big world out there, and uh, this gives them exposure to that, and uh, really ignites passion uh, in so many of these students who, as I said, come on to be be stars. Um, yeah. uh, many take up Eskom bursaries, and yeah. you know we give away 20 bursaries a year, and to see them come through and actually working for the organisation, yeah. phenomenal. You know, that uh, that all comes from from this competition. So. Uh, uh, really, really important for us. I, I spoke yesterday to two of them, and I, I want us to boast a little bit about some of the wonderful entries that you guys have seen uh, over the years. T- tell me about the others. I spoke to two yesterday, and I was thoroughly impressed with them. Yeah, I think what, what to me is, is amazing is, is the absolute diversity of the of the of the entries. And and I, I'm, I, for example, we, you may have spoken to Tala Patelia, who really yeah. looked into the into the whole issue of of uh, uh, robotics and and motorized motorization and remote control in areas and in ways which we hadn't ex- been exposed to be, be to before in particularly in hazardous areas in uh, exploration archaeology even in even in space that uh, you know these, these the robotics and we're talking about learners here you know that don't have uh, phds in astronomy and in, in robotics that 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 put these amazing t- technology in, uh, inventions together so that that's in the one extreme and then of course there's the the other extreme where we, we've got Tlatlano mm-hmm. excuse me who 
really looked at the you know the microbiology side of of uh, diseases that we've been battling with. Mm. Of course, we remember E. coli and mm. salmonella. And saying, well, how do we prevent these in getting into our foods? And actually, once again, groundbreaking research for learners is absolutely phenomenal. So it, it's, uh, it's once again a, a, big, um, a big leap yeah, forward uh, for, for that. And I'm sure that, that they would continue with it with passion. Of course, uh, COVID-19 and how to prevent that spreading was, uh, was a popular theme uh, mm-hmm. last year, understandably, so it, which is nice because yeah. it's relevant research into relevant problems. And it's again, it's about finding solutions to problems that we have. That is really the basis of the, of that eye in uh, in the innovation that, that that we're looking at here, so, and so on. You know, and and really from an energy point of view, obviously close to closer to home with Eskom, there was a project which looked at how to produce electricity from the earth. You know, mm-hmm. just by just by putting electrodes into the earth, that wow. it's actually possible to induce a to induce a current. We've had uh, lighting projects to say how do we make best use of lighting in in buildings to to uh, save electricity, but still make sure that lighting is is uh, appropriate and, and sufficient for for rooms. Um, and then for urban farming, another project that I like was around uh, production of tomatoes in in limited space. You know, how do you get a good crop of, of tomatoes if you don't have a lot of land? And phenomenal work again uh, to indicate that it's not your crop isn't directly related to the to your land use. You know that there are ways of getting a huge crop with small with a small footprint of land and Andrew, so on and so on. Yeah, I mean, it sounds amazing. Andrew, I know that, you know, we, we are looking obviously forward to 2021. What can yeah. people look forward to, to, 21, to 2021 and how do people get involved? I know we're running out of time, so I'm going to ask for sure. a minute, please. Yeah. Uh, the International Science Fair, our normal November event that I refer to, still unsure whether our, our our lockdown restrictions will make that possible. So mm-hmm. we're still not sure about that, but certainly the, the regional competitions are, um, are up and running, but online. So we are still in the work, as we did last year, but on, a, on an online basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just to, to Google uh, and to, to come through to the website for the uh, for the compo- competition and for the expo, any student is, is welcome to contact us, and we will certainly follow up and uh, link them up with the with the close closest uh, administrator for the competition. I really appreciate the time you've given us. Andrew Etzinger is the general manager and risk and sustainability uh, at ESCOM, and the website for all of this is exposcience.co.za.